Welcome to Bullish, where we talk about the journey and process to build ourselves and companies into multi-billion dollar people and brands. Currently, my business and investment funds have done tens of millions in revenue. And this is the documentation of the journey to scale to the billion dollar realm. All while we give back and do good in the world. My name is Bridger Pennington and welcome to Bullish. I want to ask yeah. you about yeah. capital markets this last year. So I've yeah. talked to a lot of fund managers and they were like, man, 2019, 2020, it was really easy to raise money. Right. Last year was way different, different landscape, different investments. We still raised money, but we just had to do it in a lot different of a way. Did you guys see a huge shift this last, let's, let's just call it last 12 months. And what was that shift? How did you guys adjust? Yeah. Yeah. No, we, we saw a huge shift and this is going to be completely different from what you're hearing. Right. So for us, we typically raise between, you know, call it one and 3 million a day. Our target's 3 million a day. And you know what we what what happened is we actually had a shift off of a deal. What a cool KPI. I love that because you guys have so many investors, like three million a day. That's awesome, actually. I love yeah. That. No. Well, no. Look, I mean, if I send Grant, we did one point five or two million. He's like, "Yep, one million short." This is why I love Grant. That's why we're such great partners because it's like I'm focused on operations and doing the deal and getting everything done and investors and scaling and growing everything. And he's just like, "Yep." Um, that's a great stat, Ryan, but you know, you can do better, you know, Hey, you're this great stat, but your team can do better. Like, like, you know, and, and, and he's a real, he's a real pusher and driver, but yeah, no, look, we, we had a shift from actually raising for a deal, you know, your guys, and you guys have seen this, right. When you're raising money for a fund in real estate, typically people want to see the deal. Well, we don't have a deal right now. We're literally raising money for opportunities and distressed deals where maybe we go in as pref mes piece and or we take over deals and or we just buy deals right now at a new value compared to where they were six eight months ago so what we did is we we're actually raising a fund it was launched 150 and we've already raised 80 million dollars in cash like we don't do commits uh one thing that is makes us different is you know you say hey i want to do 400 grand great send me the money i don't count you in until your money's actually in this oh, deal in if you don't do capital calls it's all called day one and you just sit on the money do your pref and management fees all start when it's even sitting no, we don't, we don't collect the fees, but what we did is we actually negotiated with the bank. We're on the accredited fund, the, the individuals, we have uh, interest bearing account. It's at 4%. And so what we do is we actually mark when they come in. So as they're waiting on the accredited fund, they actually get credit for the 4%. And so when we close on the deal, we'll actually send them in a form of a distribution, the 4%, which is more than most people can get in their own account and, and or you know, they have to lock it up in, in T-bills or, or um, uh, CDs. So we've created this where, where, where you know, look, we, we have, um, and our audience understands this, right? We do a Zoom call. Like we literally until 11, uh, 10.30 last night, we were on a Zoom call with 1,500 people. We do Zoom calls every single month. Grant and myself jump on. Like we are out there. We're not just hoping and praying that we can do this. We're like, hey, this is what we're doing, guys. This is what we're gearing up for. We've already got three or four deals we're working on. Send your money. You earn 4%. We close on the deal. It's a short-term wait for a long-term reward. We oversubscribe all of our deals. Yeah, that's cool. Oh, I love it. What's your, um, I love it. That's actually really, that's a really cool idea. Have the money come in, pay 4% just, just until we have a good deal. And then we can close really quickly on deals when we see them. I actually think that's a really cool idea. We closed on, we bought a deal from Goldman last uh, three months ago. We closed all cash because the debt market got all wobbly at the States. Like literally on an office deal was 8%. I'm like, I'm going in at a seven cap rate. I'm like, I'll just close. We'll close cash, raise the money for tenant in, uh, uh, improvements and leasing commissions, close it all. And then the investor gets, you know, six, seven, eight percent And then we'll refinance it when the markets kind of settle in. But the debt markets have been uh, uh, very 
uh, uh, not conducive for doing deals. That's actually yeah. where the gap is. You know, when you want to go out there and buy something, you got to get debt because most people can't close cash. Most people don't want to put fifty percent down, and it screws up your uh, screws up your IRR. To be frank, yeah. <laughs> you know. <Yeah. laughs> so. Oh man, that's that uh, very interesting. And now, how I'm curious, how many? I don't know if you track this. How many people repeat investors that do you have of that? I don't know if you're a non-accredited and accredited. Like when someone starts with a five grand investment, do they come back with 10 grand or 20 grand later? Do they just repeat or they just do once? Like what's your guys's, if you can share a little bit of data, I'm curious on the reg A side of things. What is that? I know more reg D, like I work in that space, but reg A's, I haven't worked in as much. I'm curious just how that functions with reg A investors. I'll get the exact stats. So next time when you and I do some, a wrap, we, we have the exact stat. When I look at across the board, it's like 40 and 50%, probably even higher for the reg D that's blended. But we have a lot of repeat investors. And the reason why is like, for example, a guy, Jamie, he's based out of Austin. I've used his name a couple of different times. The first deal he did to fund one, he did 150 grand. He's now invested with us for close to $6 million. So we have a lot of these repeat investors because look, we send out monthly distributions. They see the K-1s, they see the financials, they see the deal. We have a portal built out for the investors. Once people know and trust you, like literally, and you've seen this too, like once you have your base, you know, we're all praying for each other. We all want each other to win. Like we all see these deals. And so, you know, we have the growth conference. We just rolled off of that where Tom Brady and these big names were there. People, our investors come there. It's amazing when, 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 you're, when Grant's like, hey, how many investors do we have? A lot of people raise their hand. And so we have a tremendous amount of repeat, especially in the um, accredited. I'll get the number on the on the Ray Gay, but, I, was but gonna, the, you know, like, I, I was looking for a ballpark. Yeah, I'm just I was just curious yeah. on the Ray Gay, but um, the uh, okay, really interesting. So that was kind of last 12 months of cap raise. I'm curious, you know, your thoughts and the team's thoughts looking forward next 12 to 18 months. What does the crystal ball hold, especially in the multifamily markets? What are you seeing with rates, with the Fed, with just overall markets right now? What are you guys kind of seeing and, and looking at? Well, this this is my personal opinion, right? Um, I think I think the Fed has done a terrible job at 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 being responsive to inflation. Uh, I personally believe they waited too long. You know, we 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 were all having a, a round table thinking that they should have raised rates earlier. Um, so now they have to do it. Inflation is still a battle. They're going to hold rates, I think, for higher than they you know priced into the market. They were pricing in Q3 and Q4 that rates were going to come down. Yeah, and I see all the you know you and me track all the yield curves. Right, it's like it's yeah. it's there. You know, you go to Chatham and it's like you know a lot, of, a lot of those yield curves are predicting right now. Like in July, August, they're starting to come down. That's what they're predicting, but that's what the market's pricing in. But who knows, right? Yeah, but who knows because these Feds are you know pretty adamant about you know hey look we're really like like we're going to continue to raise rates and we're going to hold it there so what happens is you know you just have to readjust look our 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 long term vision has always been clear we're going to buy this stuff we're going to hold it for 7 10 years we'll either refinance it sell it and or package it package it all up and roll it up into an upgrade and or sell it to a big company. Our game plan hasn't changed. Like that part of the business never changes. We buy in all cycles. And so we'll continue to buy. Uh, it has to cash flow. It has to make sense. But, you know, we actually think there's opportunities when there's a lot of chatter on the mics, when there's a lot of chatter in the air, that's when the real opportunities are. So I feel bad for people who have to sell. I feel bad for people who have three and four and five year uh, fund cycles. You know, we always wanted to set it up where we had the flexibility and the latitude because that's where you get pinched. Yeah, I know people do it for fees and the recycle of money and all that stuff. But, you know, in our business, specifically in real estate, we've always felt it's a long term wealth creation and you get all the benefits while you ride. Mm, yeah. A lot yeah. of opportunities, though, man. A lot of opportunities. I think 12, 18 months. Now's the time. It's go time, baby. 
Hey, hey, what's going on, people? Hope you're enjoying the show. This is Bridger Pennington here. So if you like the show so far, if you're more of a visual learner, we actually post almost all of these to YouTube. So if you go look me up, Bridger Pennington on YouTube, we're there. We actually have a ton of different content on funds and different business structure and strategy stuff that we kind of don't touch on on the podcast, but are more visual-based stuff. So if you're a visual learner, go to YouTube, go check me out, Bridger Pennington on YouTube. With that, we'll get back to the show. Thanks, guys. You know, it's funny. I talked to a lot of fund managers that manage, you know, significant portfolios, well over, you know, a few billion or up to decabillion dollar funds. And a lot of you, you would be surprised of the optimism they have right now. They're almost excited. And that's funny. I talked to other people that are scared, nervous. They're like, dude, this is, we've been, we've been just ready. Like we are, it's go, it's, it's go time. Just like that. It's really funny to talk to them. And it's, and it's true. That's, I mean, that's where, that's where good money managers make the money is right now. And they find great deals that are distressed. And yeah, we feel bad for somebody else that was over leveraged, but like, you know, we're going to come in and we're going to benefit our investors really, really well. And so it's, it's a cool, uh, it's a cool place to be. When the tides go out, you see who's wearing clothes. Yep. So uh, I have a different, different question for you guys. Um, uh, this is, and I had a bunch of people ask me this question too. And I was, I, I didn't know the answer I wanted to ask you. And I don't know if you have insights. Um, 2020 Grant put out a video on social media. And I think he was, cause a bunch of people were like picking at Grant. Like he was running this bad, bad business and he put out a video. I'm selling the jet. I'm selling all my stuff. We're going bankrupt. Right, and yeah, I, yeah. I thought he was trolling everybody. I'm curious, what was kind of the back, if you can share the back end story yeah. of that video that went viral on social media. So timing is everything, right? And, 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 and he was literally filming a show called the undercover billionaire. Mm, yeah. What happened was they took away everything from him and they gave him a hundred dollars. And so he went and I actually dropped him off in Pueblo, Colorado, and they gave him a hundred bucks. And so literally he went broke. He went bankrupt. He had zero money. He, he couldn't even use his name. And so he had to go out there and, and, and build a company in 90 days for a million dollars. Well, literally in the middle of that COVID happened and they, they, they were forced to shut down the show. And so he came back with this bald head and, you know, he was in the office and they were shooting this, you know, webinar or whatever it was. And he was literally in promo mode for oh, the show. Okay. Gotcha. Literally, literally saying, Hey guys, you know, I'm going bankrupt. I'm going broke. I'm got like, like I've got to figure this thing out. I'm selling everything. And you know, the timing of that with COVID and everything else just wasn't perfect timing for him. But, <laughs> but the crazy thing is, you know, Grant, Grant is a, um, he's one of the best marketers I've ever met in my entire life. You know? Yeah. You know, was it, was it not a great look for the investors? 1000%. But once he explained it to people, he understood. And what happened was he actually got a massive, massive spike on Google. And we track all this stuff, right? We had people like all over the world reaching out and calling us. And so it created this huge inflow. And, um, you know, we probably ended up raising more money off of that. Now, obviously, is that the, the way people, you know, in hindsight and all that stuff? No, but, but you know, Grant does ride off the cuff. And um, he's not perfect, but at the end of the day, his intentions are never like, you know, because you know, look, you and me both know, like, like the real estate and, 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 and the assets and everything else, those are completely protected from not just grant, but you know, like those are, those are their own entities. And so I think, you know, with, with, with all of that, it creates confusion, but that was the backstory. And he was like, oh, yeah, well, it wasn't the perfect timing, but you know, you move on. So it was from the TV show. Okay. That makes sense. Now it was from the TV yeah. show and he was doing that for a promo. That's funny. Did you have to feel that? I mean, was it just a, was it two weeks of just fielding phone calls from people and <laughs> what, was what, that's crazy yeah. as that sounds or no? Yeah, no, it was, it was, it was, it was not what you want as a 
fund manager. It was not what you want as a fund. It was not what you want as an individual. You know, put everything aside, right? You and me invest together. Um, uh, we're all humans here, right? And so people react. And you know, look for me personally and Grant, we take the money raised very serious. And and we know that the brands are interconnected. And if Grant didn't have a fund, it would be funny. It'd be great. Da, da, da. But since we have that fund, we just gotta, you know, you, you like you know, man, you gotta ride that line. Mm, yeah, I love it. Um, yeah, it's, yeah, I know. I I would agree, Grant. I mean, he was wasn't he labeled like one of the top marketers in the world, the number one marketer in the world for from all these different organizations. And that's what I mean. They always talk about marketing. That's that's what marketing is. The buzz, the the whether it's good or bad, it's it's marketing, right? And so, um, I, I was I was curious about that question for uh, for uh, Cardone Capital specifically with you guys. So well, I'm curious. Well, let, me, let me let me just add really quick too, just because this yeah. is going to be interesting for you. Like like last year, I, I on marketing dollars, I probably spent somewhere around 800 grand, okay, in marketing. The year before, I spent like 51 grand, and so. Like, like to your point, you know, Grant has been a genius marketer because, and you have a similar case where you have an education program, right? And now people know you. He has upfront people coming in where he's spending, you know, on the training side, millions of dollars a month. Well, that also flows into Cardone Capital. And so for a number of years, we actually didn't spend a lot of marketing dollars because of that. He's just so creative. I mean, he is, in my mind, he is, he is a complete marketing genius. And that's how we built Cardone Capital so successfully on a lower budget, because a lot of guys go out there and they spend a bunch of money and they're looking for this ROI. This is slow. Like this is a much slower build it up. And then, and then the rewards come. That's interesting. Yeah. So, cause I, I, our little company here, we spent 1.2 million last year on ads. See, see, that's, that's what I'm saying. And it, and it works and we get leads and stuff, yeah. but it'd be really nice to post just a bunch of videos that go viral and you get free, you know, free traffic, which is, that's pretty, that's pretty impressive. Now, was that 800,000 was that Cardone Capital or across all the companies? Well, that's Cardone Capital alone. Yeah. Now, okay. now on the, tra- on the training side, they'll spend, you know, a million a month, depending on the, depending on the, okay, on, on the event. Good. Yeah, but, yeah. but but all I'm saying is that some people should look at and and you've looked at this I know is like okay you have the training right where you're selling something that actually creates more buzz and more leads and you're able to offset some of the marketing that's what Grant has done so their companies are completely separate but we write off the draft of all the people coming in for the events you know at these events don't let me go for a breakfast or on stage and they'll let me pitch Cardone Capital you know that that's amazing because that's a yeah. Uh, 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 that's a warm audience that already knows Grant, that already trust them. And then they're like, hey, I'm making a bunch of money. Where do I invest it? Yep, yep. I love it. That's awesome. Hey, hey, guys, hope you're enjoying the show. Now, as you know, we don't run advertisements on this channel. We just spread this by word of mouth. So if you can, please rate and review the show. If it's benefited your life anyway, please drop that down below. I actually love reading them. I love seeing what people say and share and stuff. So if you guys can, if you, this show has helped you in any way, shape, or form, please rate and review and share this with a friend or two that may benefit their life. We do this just to help more people understand this game that we're playing. Thank you guys so much, and we'll get back to the show.